1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 through 28. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ, the first fruit, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and, every, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the son himself will also be subjected to him who puts all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What a powerful passage. You know, just Amen. reading those words, I, this year has kind of started heavy. Like there's there's been a lot of death mm-hmm. and, you know, in uh, family members of the church yep. and, um, you know, in local churches and church partners that we have. Like there, there's been like pastors and worship leaders and it, it's really sad and heavy. Yes. And it makes you long for the reign of Jesus. It makes you long Amen. for this day. And I love that verse 26, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. And, and, you know, death is, it's the hardest thing that we face in this life. It is the, the final goodbye, the, you know, quote unquote, final goodbye um, to those that we love. And, um, and yet we have this great hope and confidence. Yes. As we talked about yesterday, that we have to believe is true that, that death is not final, but it will be destroyed. Yes. So Jackson, what are your thoughts on this passage? Yeah. You know, to that point, let let me just try to tell a little story and make a point. Um, So I've purchased pay-per-view one time in my life. (laughs) Yes. Um, Pay-per-view. What's that? I only know what like Netflix is. (laughs) So I just Googled this. Um, Pay-per-view, June 8th, 2002. I bought the... Mike Tyson versus Lennox Lewis oh, boxing on. match. Dude. So, um, so I was a huge a great boxing use fan. Of funds. I know. It a was like fifty dollars. It was good crazy. stewardship. I know. <laughs> I was uh well tenth grade yes. and uh just had to watch this boxing That's match. That's also like fifty bucks when you're in tenth grade is not jump change. Oh yeah, no, no. I worked hard for it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so so um you know, these days people tend to like Mike Tyson. People think of him as sort of this lovable, like funny yeah. guy. He's got a face tattoo. Yeah, he has like a pigeon racing show. He has a pigeon racing show. Yeah. In 2002, people hated Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like he was- He was a maniac. He was a maniac. He was sort of the embodiment of evil. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and so he was this this terrifying guy and he knocked people out. He went to prison. He just got out of prison. And I mean, he was he was scary. At the end of the day, he was just terrifying. And so then you have this guy named Lennox Lewis, and he's sort of an upstart, like like good boxer, very skilled. And 
probably not the greatest of all time, but uh, a formidable uh, opponent to Mike Tyson. And so it's this huge buildup. And and in the buildup, I, I always remember Mike Tyson would say things like, I want to be a professional, but I want to kill him. I want to... I, I want his heart. I want to eat his children. So there's these famous lines that Mike Tyson Sheesh. said that just remind you of how like evil and terrible of a person he is. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so I'm sort of building it up. I'm, you know, I believe in redemption. I hope Mike Tyson yeah. walks with the Lord. Yeah. You know, but, there we go. but in 2002, like you wanted Lennox Lewis to beat Mike Tyson. And, um, and so I remember just like being on the edge of my seat watching this fight and, and Lennox Lewis ended up winning the fight at the very end. He like, he knocked him out. Uh, in the in, in the late rounds and it was just this like unbelievable thing I remember jumping up and fist pumping that Lennox Lewis won yep. now the reason I share that is because I think Paul is a master uh, storyteller and I think so much of what's happening in 1 Corinthians 15 is we're being set up to kind of see death as this formidable foe yeah, it, it's this foe that sort of stands tall, that looms large like a Mike Tyson. It's like the scariest thing you can ever imagine. Yeah, and then you've got Jesus over here on the other side, and he's sort of like Lennox Lewis, right? He's this like upstart, like yeah, you know, he he he's also really good and he's really skilled, and so they there seems to be this like evenly matched uh, competition between death and Jesus. And like, they're going to duke it out and who will win? Like, yeah, who, who's yeah. going to win? We're on the edge of our seat. We want to know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. And the big difference between Jesus and death and Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis is what first Corinthians 15 reveals is, is that this is not a fight. Mm. Like, like Jesus comes and he absolutely destroys death. Absolutely. He triumphs over death. He absolutely. conquers death he cast death down to the degree that we can be utterly sure that death will have no sway and no say on eternity. Mm-hmm. And, and so death is not this equal formidable foe as terrible as death is in this life. Yeah. Death will one day be vanquished, yeah. done for, and Jesus will live and reign forever. And so, you know, in First Corinthians 15, we, we, we get the other side of the if that we considered yesterday. If Jesus didn't raise from the dead, all this bad stuff happens. Death is uh, truly worthy of our fear. Mm. But Jesus did raise from the dead. Amen. He did triumph over the grave. And because of that, death will be cast down. And because of that, we do live purposeful lives. And because of that, we can have our sins forgiven. And because of that, we can fully hope in and trust the Lord and live for him and with him forever. Amen. Yeah. It just brings to mind, no death. Where is your sting? Amen. And it it makes me think of also uh, Romans 16 verse 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Praise God. So we don't we don't have an anxious faith or an uncertain faith, uh, but a faith that leads to resurrection. And so what a what a great hope Amen. to meditate on today. For Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to our daily rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and our daily rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.